This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, you know, I'm going to sit in with uh, Cobra uh, Starship, and they're, you know, it's assumed I'm going to be the front man, and they're like, well, so, you know, like, here's your guitar and stuff, and then I'm like, oh, no, like, I'll just wear the drums. And so, and oh, what I do is I, you and know, you can move around the stage. Mm-hmm. So then I have like the big, the big bass kind of hanging around my belly, mm-hmm. uh, the toms on my chest, kind of, mm-hmm. and the snare I'm kind of holding like under bazooms. my under yeah. my arm. Yes, yeah, so that yeah. was that was a big part of it. And yeah. you do a little dot in the center, and then yeah. it really looks like bazooms. And then the cymbals are kind of on my shoulders, and to be like kind of marching around the stage, singing the song. And also playing this whole drum set on my on my body, and um, that's rave that's rave culture to me. That, that's a, that's a mind blowing piece of entertainment. Yeah, and you do the snakes on the plane song. Yeah, uh, I don't know the words really, but no, uh, no one knows the words. But it's just if you have the the attitude, it's yeah. all attitude with them. And saying I do know lines from the movie, and so I was able to kind of sing. Yeah, there's snakes out there. There's big different lines yeah, from yeah, the yeah. movie. Yes, that's a good example. I I don't want to do it like that in that kind of voice for for the podcast. Why 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 are you uncomfortable doing it like that? Oh, it's a black voice, and uh, you know, as a white. Person, you know, that seems like the kind of thing that some people might you, get mad about. I mean, I'm not mad. Do you think I crossed the line? I mean, no, I'm not, not okay mad at all. To... I just know a lot of other people would find that really offensive is it, to be doing a, is it a offensive? Black voice is it a... offensive, though, if someone, if I am friends with somebody who is a brother mm-hmm. and they really talk in that way, is it offensive for me to just do an accurate impression? Because if I had a friend from London, Yes. And I do. Or say, like... Nigel. If you did, like, an Idris Elba impression, for example. Is that what you were getting at? Well, yeah. Well, what if I did do that? Mm-hmm. What if What if I came in and doing an impression of Idris, I said uh, something like, uh, Bond, James Bond. Mm-hmm. Like, is that now offensive? Because Idris, for all his refinement, mm-hmm. is, in fact... A cast member on the show, The Wire. Mm-hmm. I just know there that there are a lot of people. And who The Wire's would... primarily brothers. You're right. You know. You're right. So, so, I'm, just, so I'm just wondering, and I'm genuinely so, asking where yes. the line is because we touched on this a little bit with the Amy I, and Tina stuff last I, week with Cosby, and I've come you, all the way around. You've changed my mind. I totally agree with you, and I think you should do it again. Well, if that's true, and you've come all the way around, I I'd like you, to hear you do the I voice, I, and I'd like to hear no, you say, "There's snakes out there this I, big." I'm defending it's a your question. Right I can't do it as and well I think as you that, can. I, I think you should be the well, one I'd to do it because you already did it, it once, and, and now I think you can really lean into it. It's if from you'd snakes like to, on a plane, like and Ice Cube did something where he said, "There's snakes out there this big." About one of the snakes he found on the plane that was huge, 
And I would like to hear you say it, and that would really make me. I feel think it would be fun actually to get because otherwise I'm uncomfortable. Do Don't you think Sam? If would, Sam does would enjoy it, that opportunity. If Sam, Sam can do it. Can you just get on the microphone real quick and um and say yeah, there's snakes that? out there this big in a way that you would imagine Ice Cube would in the movie Snakes on a Plane. Oh, okay. Uh, there's snakes out there, and they're big. Doesn't sound like anything like a well, brother doesn't at all. Need, in, he doesn't even know the line. Show mouth's done, Hayes. Hey, welcome to Hollywood Handbook and Insider's Guide to Kicking Button, Dropping Names of the Red Carpet Lineback Hallways of this industry we call showbiz. Thank you for listening to us now that you heard us on uh, with special guest Lauren Lapkus this past week. Um, with this extra attention from that show comes listeners who don't necessarily understand that we're trying what we're trying to do. There's a negative side mm-hmm. to getting new ears on you and it is that you get some uneducated people. Yes. who haven't had the same opportunities to learn that mm-hmm. a lot of us have and don't understand what they're hearing and people get so angry when they're confused if you can picture a Caveman, when they first saw the Indians' ships coming over, and they and they didn't know what it was, and so they started mm-hmm. throwing torches at the ships, and mm-hmm. you know if you remember that old story from history, they tried to eat them. Well, they tried to eat them, and they uh, succeeded in many cases. Uh, we we want to do a segment based on all the negative feedback we've been getting from this week uh, in a segment called "Ant Wrong." Um, it would be great to have a theme song for this one. Uh, this. We have this fan base that claims to be very dedicated, but um, and they seem to like this segment too. And you'd think if they want to hear it again, they would make it easier for us to introduce it by putting a song. And I don't want to write the song for you. That's not what I do. I understand the circle of fifths very well, and it's pretty simple actually. C scale, and then you got to go up one fifth to G, and that means you're going to add a sharp. And but as it is, what we have is. Um, just our own voices saying uh, this segment is called Ant Wrong. Let's read a comment from iTunes first. The subject line of the comment is a shame. Uh, it is a one-star review from user J Carpe DM. And J Carpe DM says, I get the kind of humor they're going for. It's just weak. Sean and Hayes are funny and great. I guess I just want the reality show show back. I guess you could call this an ant. Eh, wrong sandwich ant wrong yes uh it's because yes because two pieces of ant wrong with an okay good job in the middle yes two ant wrongs yes with the with an accurate piece of information in the center and i will say this if sean and hayes are funny and great and if yes that's very very high praise and we appreciate it and maybe the only thing you should say but if we're funny and great and if, in fact, you get the kind of humor we're going for, mm-hmm. isn't that at least a two-star review? It, I mean, one star? Doesn't it seem like you could... Now, look, we've said many times, we only want five-star reviews, and those are the only ones we deserve, and that's what everyone should be doing, or they should be just going and uh, working at the tire factory, or whatever it is that those friggin' cretins do. I just mean, how, that, can, how is that the worst rating you can give? Just that you can perceive what we're aiming at, mm-hmm. even if we miss by a lot! Sure. And weak, I mean, weak is, you know, it's not good... But it's not bad either. It's not just terrible. It's just not very it's good. It's not the worst thing you can do. Weak is just like... That's two stars. 
Weak is two stars. Bad is one star. A weak cup of coffee is a two-star cup it's of coffee. It's still a cup of coffee. An empty cup, that's one star it's not because a, you can't it, drink it. It's not a cup of thumbtacks is one star. Okay. It hurts you. But yeah. just a cup of coffee that's not very good is two stars. It's still coffee. You get it. I drink the coffee. I get what it's trying to do. Honestly, weak cup of coffee should be three stars because a cup of water should be one should be two stars. Yes. One star should be a cup of thumbtacks, thumb like you tacks. said. Yes, I don't get what a cup of thumbtacks is trying and to honestly, do. Honestly, a cup of bugs might be three stars. Cause it's a it's scary to eat it, but you can eat it. So at that point, we're four stars just for making a weak mm-hmm. cup of coffee, which by the way, we didn't. It's actually very strong. So that was ant wrong, except for the part where uh, you do confess that we are funny and great. Oh, and, and you don't. You he, actually do like us a lot. And you don't miss the reality show show. We should get to uh, the first in a series of comments from uh, forum user Delino DeShields. Uh, Delino DeShields posts on the Best- Betsy Sidero episode. I don't get this show or this corner of the forum. You fuckers are weird. Satire is lazy. Just wanted to say I love Betsy Sidero. So... That comment happens to be ant wrong. To so say, like, I don't get this show. I don't understand it. But here's, like, how I feel about it. That's okay. It's okay to say. It's okay I to say you don't get, get it. I don't get this. Yes. But then don't go on to say. I would say, like, if you don't get it, go, I don't get this show. Could someone please tell me how funny, smart, and good it is? And why these guys are so cool and how they got so cool? Yes. And why they're so nice. Mm-hmm. But like that is cool. If you don't understand, like, it's just like, doesn't make sense to you. Like, two smart, cool, funny guys being nice and they're making the show. Like, that is confusing to people, I think. But what you've chosen to do instead is say, I don't get this. It confuses me. Mm. I listen to it and it's going over my head. He- here's Here are my thoughts on this thing that to me is very advanced math that I'm I'm not equipped to do. Yes, yeah, so but here's like, me trying to do it. People don't want you to try to do it. Like other people will will help you with this. Imagine I saw Il Postino. And my review was <laughs> I don't speak Italian. <coughs> but here's what I think about the quality of the dialogue. Mm. Isn't that a good example I just came up with? And isn't that the kind of example that a smart, funny, cool guy who's nice would say? And so just in the fact that I made that example, haven't we kind of proven this man's comment in the forums to be eh, wrong? Moving on to uh, another comment from Delano DeShields. Posted. Busy boy. Posted. Uh. A little later the same day on an earlier episode thread to comment on our Paul F. Tompkins episode, this user writes, PFT knows what's up. This was all fun and fine, but every episode he's done Stop Podcasting Yourself was funnier, better ever. I get the joke, guys, but it's not enjoyable, actual free conversation. Satire is lazy and or for 15-year-olds. So uh, the thing about this comment is that it is ant wrong. First of all, you don't get the sh- you, you you say that you get the joke, but you already admitted that you don't you, you you don't know what the show is. Yes, it's essentially to you this show is il postino to someone who does not speak Italian. 
So like you don't you can't say I get it. I mean, I could watch that movie and go, I get it, a, a postman. You yeah, know, the it, idea it, of watching. So it's it. like I know it's you know that we're doing a joke. So then mm-hmm. you say I get the joke. You don't get the joke. To to watch Il, Il Postino without speaking Italian, mm. the postman shows up at the house and then they start talking and then they kiss. You know, if I didn't speak Italian, I would say that's weird. The postman. Yeah, I don't kiss my postman. And the, I get mail from and the, him. And I the woman him. receiving the mail should not be kissing. But then, if you speak Italian, you would know what they're saying, which is like, what well, you know, what are some yeah? Of do the you things? want a big kiss? And and she says, here's yes. the here's the mail. How about a, a kiss instead? Yeah, can we have that? And that then now all of a sudden they've walked you all the way to it. Mm-hmm. And so this man who doesn't speak our language is saying he gets the joke and he clearly uh, don't know what's good and stop podcasting yourself. What is that? Let's talk about satire, which I define as any honest conversation. It's it's an honor, frankly, to be compared to some of the satirical greats in the history of literature like, for example, George Orwell. Mm. Um, he is actually a real role model for us. <laughs> if you've actually read Orwell, mm-hmm. and we have, mm-hmm. his satire is so great and so rando. Talking yeah. Pigs, he's doing Talking Pigs before Skittles, before anybody. Mm-hmm. And that is so rando, and that it's in a book, which usually books are dusty and boring, and there's you know, musketeers or something in there, but this guy's got pigs. And so to me, that is so good Mm -hmm. that the fact that he put us in the same category as Orwell with his comment, thank you for doing that. But eh, wrong, you thought you weren't being nice. (laughs) And the just the effect of uh, a book like 1984 uh, when – that scene when they're all in the factory just like marching along in mm. lockstep and everything's the same and then when the hero comes in with the javelin and re- reaches back and throws the javelin into the face of the of the overlord computer, yeah, yeah computer. destroys the overlord computer mm. and then everyone starts thinking different afterwards yeah uh, they uh, think different they is there different a colors. is there a better expression of what we're trying to do on the show than yes. that i'm not i'm not sure that there is no everyone is marching in lockstep and they're all the little musketeers out there and mm-hmm. we're able to actually break that down mm-hmm. and so to call a satire i will say you actually are very right and so side note a lot of people don't know that the three musketeers was actually written by a brother mhm yeah, and that's another British guy. That's another Idris type. That's right. And so is it Can, to what you were I saying do an before? Impression of him going saying like, "I think I'll have D'Artagnan in this scene." Like, is that is that racist? It, it, it is a good question because you hear people reading that book all the time, but not as he people would do it. That book. I mean, they made yes. a movie at it mm-hmm. without any brothers, which is not the intention of. The writer. I mean, if he is a brother, clearly he's expecting all these characters to be brothers as well. Uh, we have another comment from Delano De Shields to discuss. And a lot of people think that he's a French guy, but I think I'm right that I say he's a British guy. But even okay, if okay. he is a French guy, you know, is it okay for me to go like, ooh, du, toi, you know, like, is that okay? Toi, mosqueteer. <laughs> Delano De Shields also did a post in um, in the thread for Lauren At- Lapkus's show, 
He writes, great showcase for how Lapkus is playful and inventive and why she's so good on CBB, while Sean and Hayes just stick to their one-note shtick like they're scared or nervous somehow. They're satire if you like satire, but zero versatility and a joke that died a long time ago. I really don't get why anyone likes them. Ain't wrong, but I would like to comment on one part of this, because this idea of us being scared has been brought up before. And I would just like to say, okay, you've tapped into something. One thing is, it's scary to be so truthful and to speak against power in the way that we do. A second thing is, Hayes is often smiling at me when he talks. And if you've ever seen somebody smile, the teeth is part of the skeleton of your body that you can see. So in a way, someone's smiling is Hayes' skeleton trying to get out and get at me. Delido, I hope you're listening. I'm doing it right now. I got a big smile on my face right now while I'm talking to you. Do I sound scared, buddy? Do I He's sound like I'm scared. scared of anything? I get scared a little bit because it is hard for me not to think of seeing someone's teeth as seeing their skeleton trying to escape and get at me because it is the skeleton peeking out of the body through the gums to say, hmm, what do I see out here? But if I were scared, they'd be chattering. Wouldn't they, Delino? Isn't that, be, what, what, do you hear him chattering, Delino? No, he's not it's, scared. It's, and it's, it's also it's pretty quiet in here. I don't hear anything like that. And I certainly don't hear my knees knocking as his well. His knees are knocking. His teeth aren't chattering. And I wear a mouth guard during the podcast out of respect for Hayes. I don't want to frighten him. One of us has to be able to keep his cool. And please, I urge you not to do what I've done and start thinking about smiling and teeth as the skeleton creature that lives inside your friend's body trying to get at you somehow and crawling out through the gums. Mm -hmm. You'll start doing what Sean does, which is covering his mouth when he smiles, which is off-putting for... People who are trying to have a conversation with him when he's... Or I pretend to be eating. I pretend to be eating and I go, oh, that's interesting. And I shove a hamburger sandwich all the way into the mouth so that it's all covering up every piece inside. So that was Ant Wrong. We had some other... We got some mail last week. We We did. We asked for mail. We have a couple of notes on the mail. Yeah, um, a great first effort yeah. uh, in that you did do something. Um, we, we we got a letter from uh, a listener named Nicole. I, I do suggest that you, as a male listener, give yourself a female name to you know help us get the word out there that we do have some female listeners. Uh, so that that was a positive thing to do. It is sent on. A uh, postcard. It's Breaking Bad News of Baby Animals. Breaking uh, Bad News of Baby John Animals. John Ralphio's uh, written postcard by line. John Ralphio, played by Ben Schwartz. Um, we already have these. We've we we have bought these. Like the idea that we wouldn't have bought the funniest postcards that exist on the market today. That uh, I don't own. Not only Breaking Bad News of Baby Animals, but also asking awkward questions of baby animals. Mm-hmm. Why is daddy in a dress and it's a little duckling, something like that. It, it is the a, idea that I don't You could own interpret that. it as a little insulting. It is it is that this insulting. is like a new thing that you're showing it us. People who insulting. are in comedy and we know what the funniest postcards are. Yes. Um I I almost want to send this back to you. 
but um, I'll give it to Sam, I guess. You don't know these, right? No. Yeah. See, that that's the kind of person that you send bringing bad news to be. Yeah, some, give it to a Sam type. Someone who doesn't know what good stuff is. Here is a letter from Anastasia Anastasia Vigo. It says, hi, it, it says, hello, Sean and Hayes. Uh, hi, engineers. Um, Don't need that part. It talks about, it's. it says, here I am sending you a letter, which you don't have to say. It's uh, We are reading the letter. Yeah, well, just to, to speak on what we've already heard, there's just a lot of wasted space where yeah. it could be, and at the I end guess, it, compliments. And at the end it says, uh, I hope you never retire, which it's like, well, what if we get old and too sick to do the job and you want us to keep doing it i mean i think we should have the right at some point so to do you retire want me to need me. to keep doing it if like we that. if we want to yeah and then it says uh, uh p.s gregory has never received the pro version uh he hasn't paid for the pro version yeah what well, i don't understand if he he never bought the pro version you, know, so you don't receive, receive the it. pro version unless you buy it and we actually got a letter from greggy as well Dear Hayes and Sean, uh, he says he likes the show, uh, and okay. he uh, he drew us a picture with suggestions from his son, it says, and it's a crayon drawing of uh, the two of us, what is this called, with the parachutes and the speedboat? Oh, yes. Um, what is that? Uh, shoot. It's uh, shoot, 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 slide, and shoot, shoot, slide, and yes. shoot, Shoot sliding. Shoot sliding, yes. Yeah. Uh, Shoot And there's a shark and a submarine and Greggy's driving the boat. Don't send us crayon drawings if you are an adult. From an adult, yes. It can be drawn. If you have kids, the kid draw it in a crayon, okay. If your son is... You got to pass. Don't tell us especially that your son is present watching you... Do a crayon Operate the crayons on his behalf. For some fellow, to send to some fellow adults. Yes. Give the crayons to your children. You can draw with charcoal pencils, or a kid can draw with a crayon, but if you're an adult, you can't have the crayons. That's for the kid. Because I can't put this on my fridge now. And have an adult man, Leona Lewis or somebody come yeah. over to my house and say, oh, what is that from? And I say like, oh, this is somebody's father drew this for me. Mm. In front of their kid. Like Leona would, you know, there'd be a Leona Lewis shaped hole in your door because she absolutely just disappeared. What you would hear is a Doppler shriek, which I don't want her to do. She's my friend. So that was... Mail, uh, mail trail, snail, kale, mail, the mail, eel postino. (laughs) That was eel postino. Um, We have a really great guest today. Seth Morris is here. We have a a special announcement that is coming up regarding Seth and um, some of our other projects uh, in the in the podcasting. And we hope our announcement. Really freaks your bean. On Hollywood Handbook. So now it's really getting tense. Yeah. And at this point, they're in each other's face, and Kat, Von D. Yeah, yeah. Slaps. Oh, my God. Kat Williams. Mm-hmm. And I, by the grace of God, have the presence of mind to go. Rare. 
It totally diffuses it. Wow. They both love me. We go out and everyone just picked paint up the on town. that just in the uh, they got it. I okay. mean, that was the thing is like yeah. they also are pretty sharp. The both sure. of them are very sharp. Yeah. In their own way. Because if you hadn't done something. Oh, I don't know where it would have gone. Yeah. To the hospital. Hey, doctors. welcome to Hollywood Handbook, an insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names in the red carpet linebacker hallways of this industry we call showbiz. What up, what up? Uh, and I'm, and unapologetically, what up, what up? And that's just what I'm going to say. Uh, very exciting announcement today, really. We have been in discussion with Scott Anchorman for a while about uh, setting up our own production shingle. With a new guy. It's Scott and it's a there new guy. There is another guy. Yeah. There was Jeff. Jeff, and then he... And I'm, we I used to okay, say, we used gone. to, you know, talk to people about doing something about Jeff, and I guess they did. But the fact is, there's Scott and this other guy, and um, we we have this one podcast, but we've been looking for opportunities to set up a production facility and have sort of a stable of other podcasts. We have more ideas for shows than we are able to host. Mm -hmm. So um, they've hooked us up with some very exciting talent Mm -hmm. in the studio today uh, who has recorded his first pilot for our first new show coming out of our shingle, Mm -hmm. which of course is called Haze. It's called Calvin and Hobbes Productions uh, because we both are big Calvin and Hobbes fans. Well, there's uh, they're not just funny, but they are funny. They're not just funny, but there's a lot of philosophy. We want in something them. that captures that same childlike wonder, uh, but also like kind of a sophisticated edge because those comics were actually, if you go back and read them, those comics were actually really smart. There was a lot of commentary on mm-hmm. life, society, America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there was some pretty funny stuff in there, too. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Paul Shear got Wolf Pop. Now we have we we should name our what our actual network would be. That's our production uh, shingle. But like, we need a name for the network. Wolf well. Cool. So this will be part of the Wolf Cool network. And Seth Morris is here hey. uh, to to debut his new podcast. This we're, is so exciting, you guys. We're so, we're so happy with what you've done, and thank you for the opportunity right off the bat. You know, it's. Um, it's not easy to get a podcast off the ground these days. Oh, believe me, we know. And uh, that's part of why we're so excited about this yeah. is we mm-hmm. see all this talent out there and we yeah. go, these guys have nowhere to put their voice. And the mm-hmm. thing is, uh, as people out there listening, they might not know. It's like it's you know, you need a you need a structure, you need an infrastructure to put on a podcast like, yeah, I've got ideas, but I'm not I don't know how to get it from my head out into the world, you know, mm-hmm. and you guys have, you know, paid your dues here at Earwolf. So you, from that, you got Calvin and Hobbes Productions mm-hmm. and then Wolf Cool, which I do have to say, I'm, it's a little confusing because when I try to get valeted, there's like, I guess like three different things I have to go through. That's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the point is I'm excited to be here. So I get to get work with you guys because you've done the work, you've put the blood, sweat and tears into this. And then they reward you with your own sort of engineers and everything. And that's that's really exciting. That's a really cool opportunity for, for, for me. Yeah, because you could just do, you know, do podcast into your phone yeah. or whatever and just like do it on a voice memo or you something. You can do it on a voice memo not... and you can send it. You can only do like 20 people at a time, though. Right. Because I have, I have an iPhone, too. Mm-hmm. So I don't have like the capability to. Just your contacts list. Yeah. And even then, only something. Well, and it has to be all one unbroken take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
you know? Yeah. But, they, but they, what they have with these engineers and stuff is the ability to stop and start and all these great things and sounds. Yeah. And when the engineers are actually paying attention and not just drinking pizza sauce, if everyone could, <laughs> right. if everyone could look at Sam's drink and if Sam could take a picture of his drink, he's halfway through a friggin' jar of pizza sauce in yeah. his glass. That looks like a, uh, a food stamp Bloody Mary right there. It's like pizza sauce and 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 mouthwash or Sam, something. Sam, he asked you to take a picture of your drink. <laughs> um, Very slow to the camera today. Um, so, uh, me before we get into, I mean, this podcast stuff is great, but just look, you're in Hollywood. It's mm-hmm. Hollywood Handbook. What yeah. uh, what advice do you have to young guys who want to <sighs> put themselves in the position to get tapped to by, get a, to the, by a wolf right. cool? Yeah, and I, it goes without saying that none of this stuff just happens. You know what I mean? Like, I don't just get a show on the shingle of one of the shingles that's related to a major, you know, mid tier podcast network that doesn't happen by accident. It happens because I work, I'm here, I'm doing it. And more than anything else, I think that your show, this show, it just saves people time. Like if you listen, Mm -hmm. we want to tell you guys out there, we want to tell you, don't make the mistakes that we made. Just get out there. We, we learned about this. And so First thing, come to Hollywood. And the, what you have to keep in mind is that once you get here, you got to be here. Okay. That means your audition starts when you get off the plane. The mm-hmm. first step you take out into actual Hollywood air, you're auditioning. You are trying to get noticed. You're trying to make an appearance. You're trying to make connections. Okay. Mm-hmm. Second thing, when you land, get a podcast. You, it's it, podcasts are the new headshot. They're the new IMDb. There, you have to have a podcast. So even if it, that means you're you you just do it on your phone, you do it on your phone, dude. The inf- the information kiosk at the airport, I think, a lot of times can will help you out with that at LA. Oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Use them. There's a there's a backstage West kiosk at the uh, Burbank Airport. Go go check that out. Because that, that's going to be a great resource, you know? Uh, I would say when you're even on the plane, if you can get up into the cockpit mm-hmm. area, the pilot has a little thingy that he's talking to that everyone dude, can hear. how funny is it when you go flying Southwest and they're funny? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You remember, oh. oh, that was a great experience. Yes. I encourage people to elbow their way up to that that microphone Crack some fucking zingers. Because that is a podcast. People don't like oh, realize yeah. this. That's a kind of podcast. Well, the plane is a pod. Everyone's hearing you. Mm-hmm. And you're casting over those speakers. If it's funny. It's I'm of podcast. the belief that if you can hear it, it's a podcast. Mm-hmm. If the first thing is you say is funny when you get on that mic and have something good, yeah. they don't care how you got up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether you elbowed through, whether you shoved a yeah. stewardess, or whether you had a box cutter in your hand, mm-hmm. nobody sure. cares. And by the way, you know, I'm not saying everybody who here, has, comes here is a comedian you might be a dramatic actor and if that's your thing say something intense yeah mm-hmm. once you just get on that microphone it just has to be on whether it's funny mm-hmm. or serious or do a monologue about your kid that's dying with cancer mm-hmm. or something like that do some blacklist do scenes do blacklist yeah. yes i mean if you can do blacklist you can do anything i often that i was doing blacklist a lot before a lot of people what i would do is every time i entered a bu- building i would just get on my knees and put my hands behind my head <laughs> Yes, I remember seeing wow. that. I remember that was the first time I saw you. But I had and this look on my face like, you're not catching me. I'm giving myself to you. But you turned to me and I said, who is this guy? And you said, if you recall, I'm a criminal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought, and it's like the okay, opposite of what a criminal I'm should sold. be doing. I will say it took me a while away. to find the right size hat because yeah. in the beginning I had a tiny fedora and it took away from the whole... 
you know, that made it seem comedic. That's made it seem comedic. But now yeah. I have just it's just right. You were whole you would put your hands on your head to kind of hold the yeah. tiny hat, but it would cover the, the yeah. hat. Yeah. And then I got a chin strap to keep it, but that made it worse. So then I just eventually <laughs> and actually it's the same hat I just built out on the brim. You could do that. <laughs> yeah, they can do that now. It's just you add felt to the brim. Mm-hmm. Um and so it is just a little bump on top of your head yep. and then a big wide. Yeah. Circle, but you know the point is that got me noticed. That started to get me out there. So that's that's something you got to do. Uh, of course, you got to get headshots, get color headshots. Don't you know? And I don't care about this digital bullshit that people are talking mm-hmm. about. It's the business is not done online. It's mm-hmm. done with hard paper. Okay, get a headshot, uh, guys. Lose your shirt. Yeah, let's show some skin. Let's see some stuff. Everybody, guys or girls, get a fucking brick wall behind you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't. If I'm going through headshots, I don't want to see the same old shit. I want to see a brick wall with some natural light, and I want to see some something popping in the eyes. Yes. Right? Thank you so much about the digital thing too, because those are not shiny. Not at all. You look at the digital ones. Not at all. You got to do the legwork. You got to drop your headshot off at all these different places. And you know what? Walk. Don't drive around. Let them see that you mean this. You're putting some sweat into the game. Yeah. Yeah, you know. when yeah, when people say how long it take you to get here or whatever, they want to mm-hmm. hear a big number. Absolutely, no I, folder. By the way, don't carry them in a folder or no. something. They no. should be loose. No, you're your holding hand. it out. No, you're yeah. holding it out. And, and I, 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 sorry, but I, you, just to stay on the digital thing for a moment. I know these kid, like young kids, are coming out here and they're on their surface and whatever else, and that's fine. But the people who make the decisions in this business, mm-hmm. yep. The people who really need to decide, is this headshot good enough to give them a Wolf Cool podcast or yep. some equivalent opportunity? Those people are not on the internet. No, no those mm-hmm. people are at Canner's they're, Deli with a three-foot stack of headshots that they're going through every day. Mm-hmm. Minimum. They're busy. They're too busy for they're mi- the internet. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, this is another thing. A lot of people don't know this. Get your – everybody has headshots – Get them out there in an interesting way, you know. Mm-hmm. Send a singing telegram to to this casting director. Mm-hmm. Um, any way that you can put them on the spot. I know that you're casting on the road right now. Do you have a Do you have a a uh, Dean Mariotti? Because mm-hmm. because I'm your guy. Mm-hmm. Yes or no? And you yes, and you must decide now. Yeah. And if you decide and, to use me, here are my demands. Yes. Yeah. And don't and don't say the character's name right because you don't want to like right. act Dean like Mariotti. You, no. Yeah. Say Mary. Yeah. Say Mariotti. Like you yeah. like don't really care that much. Say about Dean me. Mordecai. Just because <laughs> Dean Mordecai. Yes. Yeah. Then you're tying in. Then you you're like it's a little wink. Like I know that right. that's a movie that's going on. And then they might give you Mordecai if. You know, that's say, right. Say a bunch of characters' names kind of in one, so they. Might well, you yeah, you don't limit else. yourself that way. If you just yeah. because I don't character. do just one thing, I'm an no. actor. I mm-hmm. become different things. Mm-hmm. So like, why would I just say? Yeah, the or part is I can yes, act or I can do whatever else you need. Exactly, exactly. Well, that's another thing. Learn all the different aspects of the business. Mm-hmm. I encourage people if you really want to impress somebody on set, know how to tie a cable. Even if you're, you have nothing to do with electricity, because no, everybody sees that and goes, "Oh, that's cool. That's pretty." I bet you maybe two out of a hundred people know how to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that is for sure going to get yourself noticed. Yeah. If you're on set mm-hmm. as an extra or something, you can bump somebody out of the way and start moving equipment around. Mm-hmm. That is how you really make headway. Mm-hmm. Hey man, you got your foot in the door. You might as well get your whole body in there. Now, now once you're in town, once you've sort of established some of these things, <clears throat> let's say you're starting to get some work, God, 
God willing, you start getting some work. What you want to do is is uh, make demands. You want to you want them to know, hey, I'm fucking here now. So no matter how small your part is, you, it's like going to prison where you beat you smash the yes, biggest yes. guy on the first day to uh-huh. show like I'm not somebody to be fucked with. Let's say you get a job as an extra <clears throat> or a stand-in or whatever. Make a scene. You want to get that second AD to know who you are and that you mean business. Mm-hmm. So make demands. My trailer's too small. You expect me to eat this food? Hey, I busted my ass to get here. You know, I don't, I don't go to where you work and slap the dick out of your mouth. You got to get these things out nice. there. Nice. So it's know. that they suck dick for their job. <clears throat> right. <laughs> now, right. Can I use that? <laughs> um, if you could hold off. Oh, I want to right. try it out That's a couple your, more. I'm, okay. Okay. Fair That's enough. That's fair. But I like to say, if you want a deal, you hear about people signing these big deals. If you want a deal, make them deal with you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You make them deal with you. Yep. That's where it comes from. Yeah, that's where it comes from. Is just mm-hmm. you're such a problem, yeah. and you're doing that. I won't do it, but you're making them saying they suck dick for their job. Yeah, 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 and stuff like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that funny <laughs> and, though? Oh gosh, I can't. If somebody says that to me, I'm like, uh, uh no. But it's like I used, yeah. when it's, I used to do that joke, I started. I've been workshopping that for like seven months, and I used to go, I don't go to your work and slap you in the face. Okay, but it well, did, you know, because that, that didn't tell that doesn't tell a story. It's a good starting point for something. It is. It is. No, it is in the neighborhood of something good, and I think you got all the way there. Mm-hmm. Oh, can we talk? Sorry, can I just back up a little bit and talk a little bit more about headshots? Oh gosh, yeah, I had something about them too. <sighs> oh, good. I, I hope it's not this. Well, it could be the same. Well, thing. I'll go. You go, and then I'll tell you okay. if it's the same. I want to talk about fonts. Okay, oh, it okay. wasn't this, but thank God you yeah. said something. Yeah, I mean, like, look at. This is, we're in 2015. You gotta, Helvetica is, that's that's a ghost, okay? You might yes. as well be writing in lemon juice and invisible ink. Nobody notices that. You need to get, how about some Hawaii, how about, how about some, uh, some Albertus extra bold? How about some Arial Black, okay? Mm-hmm. Yes. What about Cezanne? That's a fun font. Here's a great way to remember, great. Here's a great way to remember what you should be thinking about. Font is only really one different vowel and the omission of a T away from fun. Mm-hmm. So if your font's not fun, then it's really not a font or close to it. I have the same thing, but with fonts. Okay, yes. yes. You know, yes. a lot of people don't know that reference, but you should Google it. Even without fonts, you can, if you write your name with an asterisk in between every letter and it's all in caps, like MASH, that uh, was a really big show. That was a huge show. And then people will associate you with a show that they, it's like your name is now Yeah, a they're TV like, show. I grew up with this person. A mm-hmm. um, couple of my other favorites, and you guys know this, Pickwick Monotype. Oh, yeah. That is a home run font. Mm-hmm. I'd like to say this about fonts. If people are talking about fonts, one thing that's always funny, you say wingdings first. Uh-huh. If yes. you bring up wingdings before they bring up wingdings, then yep. you're wearing the comedy pants. Almost yep. an oversight. I, I don't want to criticize you, but in this case, to not mention wingdings. Yes, because it's so order. funny because you can't read it. And so yeah. to say that something's written in wingdings, yeah. like so, let's say you hand somebody your resume and you go, it's in wingdings. Right, right, like, right. That is yeah. Killer! I, I want to just thank you for calling me out on that because this is another thing. I know I can. Do you got to always yeah. be learning. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're always you're always learning. Okay, you have made yourself my enemy by doing that, but that just fuels me. <laughs> well, even I learned more. something too. Yeah, in this case. Yeah. Um, oh, so let's say you're, you're, so you're in town. You got your headshots. You're starting to get some work. Take classes. 
Yeah. Get out there. Take classes. So and I'm of the classes. belief it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter if it's an acting class or not, because everybody in Los Angeles is in the entertainment business. Mm-hmm. That is a fact. Mm-hmm. 100% of the people that live here work in this business. So even if you're taking a real estate class or a typing class or whatever, cooking class, everybody in there is in the business. They might be able to help you one day. Mm-hmm. Okay? And be being funny at that real estate Absolutely. class. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you know what? People are going to tell you, go take a UCB class. Don't take a UCB class. No. You're not going to be that good. It's hard to get classes. What you want to do is find somebody somewhere small and be a big fish in a small pond. Yes. If I could play devil's advocate, one thing you can do is take one UCB class. Mm-hmm. And then when people ask you what you're up to, you go, well, I do UCB. I perform at yeah, UCB. I'm in the UCB. Yeah, I'm in the UCB. And That's, same with Groundlings. Take one Groundlings ab- class, sign up for it, and then withdraw, and then go like, mm-hmm. no, I'm in the Groundlings. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you're in the brigade is actually how they say it. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm a brigadier. Mm-hmm. is what mm-hmm. those guys tend I to say. I do that too. And I'll wear like epaulets and mm-hmm. like a, like a, per, a Prussian like general's uh, hat. And so if you just say like, I'm a UCB guy, they'll be like, oh, are you really? Yeah. But if you say like, I'm a brigadier. Speaking of epaulets and a Prussian general's hat, when you're getting headshots, wouldn't you say, look at the movie posters and see what's coming out. So if there's a robot yes. movie, get a robot headshot. Yes. Mm-hmm. If when Brokeback Mountain came out, if you didn't have a headshot with a cowboy hat. Yes. Well, good luck getting looked at yeah if you're a girl like uh, the fault in our stars thing the two little tubes going up your nose Mm -hmm. you got to have those in your headshot absolutely because you convey not only that you know which movies are out but a vulnerability you're you're talking about hey like my comedy or whatever it is it's grounded in the real world and in the real world beautiful girls die every day yes Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. Um, and guys talk like weird huh like that guy really talks strange in that he's talking like he's in Shakespeare, but the, everyone else is in a normal world. Well, hey, he I, was sick. Wait, you? I don't want to spoil it. But oh, he was sick it was because he had a brain. Well, disease. is this before this measles stuff? Yeah. yeah. Oh boy, boy, oh boy, oh boy. Oh boy. But you know, speaking of that, I, I'm a big fan of the composite headshot. You know, you get a bunch of different costumes. You have six little small panels on one eight by eight by eleven, uh, eight and a half by eleven. Uh, photo mm-hmm. so then people get to see hey you know what this guy's a cowboy this guy can be a tennis player this guy can be a nurse this guy can be a cop cop yeah, yeah. i was gonna say cop right? yeah and it tells a story yeah if you can afford it as soon as you land in la get a doctor's outfit a cop's outfit um captain's hat sea captain's hat sea captain yes sea captain's, sea captain's hat yeah yep. and uh and a race car driver outfit because those let's middle of the country those are going to be yes. your first couple jobs. Yeah, flyover states are filled with doctors, cops, race car drivers, and sea captains. They get sick a lot. Mm-hmm. They, Who can't relate to that? Mm-hmm. Who can't relate to that? So those are just a couple of the things, you know. Well, um, boy, that's helpful. And so if you do all those steps, you might find yourself sitting in the very same seat as Mr. Seth Morris. He's got God his willing. new Wolf Cool podcast yep. coming out of Calvin and Hobbes Productions, yep. which is an offshoot of Wolf Pop, which yeah. comes from the Earwolf parent tree. Actually, while we're on that, can you guys stamp, like, can I get, like, I need four validations. I got four different parking ticket or validations for these. You're going to need product. the other ones first. Did they explain that to you? We. You you guys don't. We have can't the, stamp it first. Ours. Oh, you have to. It, has, it it can't be covered up by the by the earwolf. It's time the earwolf release. It's the biggest one, and then it's like it's nesting stamps. You guys do that time released ink thing. Yes. Right? Okay. Yes. Yeah, All right. Unfortunately, well, we'd love to do it, and so we've asked them, but because yeah. that's the weekend, I have to. I'll have to come back on Monday and get the earwolf 
uh, stamp, right? Yes. I don't mm. think Wolf Pop is here till Wednesday, so I'll get that. They're in, yeah. And so, then I can yeah. get the Levi Cowboy Hobbs. Wednesday. Maybe next week. I'll just leave my car here. Mm, yeah, I think that's probably best. And well, then you Uber. will have to pay, I guess, but then just check in with your bank to make sure that it's processed, that it comes back once right. you do get the validation. And what is that, like four to six weeks or something? It, I mean, it depends on your bank. I don't know your what's going on with your finances. Are you paying from you or are you going through your loan out? I'm going through my loan out. Okay. Yeah. What's the name of your loan out? Uh, it's called uh, What's Up With That? Oh, that oh like the SNL sketch? Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you said, like oh, yeah, slight... like that wasn't, is that just a coincidence that it's that? Or? No, no, it's, it is that. You, you know can't what? use What Up With That, I guess, because that is the SNL sketch, but yeah. that is probably the closest thing you could do. I don't want to, I mean, I do love that. I love that sketch and to me it's like a sign of like commitment because part of the joke of that is like it just keeps going and going and that's me in this business in this town mm-hmm. but um, actually it's it's a I had a harsh experience when I was getting incorporated um, somebody the the guy or notary public or whoever he was he went crazy he, he spit in my eyeball and I was what? like what up with that Oh, okay. So it was an accident that that was just written down. That was an accident. He spit in my face on purpose. Oh, okay. okay. He was like a. It was like a Jew. What's up with that? And then he yeah. writes that down, and now that's your company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, I'll leave my car here. I, I we took a huge tangent, but if yeah. I could, if as long as I get validated, because it all, you know, the tax money, baby. Oh, believe yes. me, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uncle Sam's got his. Tentacles. Dick three quarters of the way up. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, his dick tentacles. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Um. Anyway, but I'm so psyched about to, to, about this this podcast. I, you know, I'm sure people. Yeah, are, we just wanted to play some clips. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just this is a little bit of a sneak preview. And this American Life has done this a couple times lately, where they sort of launched serial uh, and startup mm-hmm. through just playing these clips from the first episode, and that took off. So we're going to use our huge show mm-hmm. uh, to launch this one, and. Um, Hey, Hayes, do you want to talk a little bit about the concept behind the show? I mean, you, this came to you. Yeah, we looked at, um, I looked at the top 200 uh, comedy podcasts, informational podcasts, just seeing what was out there, what wasn't out there. Mm-hmm. It's uh, kind of like when Gordon Ramsay on Kitchen Nightmares walks around all the restaurants and says, mm-hmm. well, there's a hot dog place. Well, mm-hmm. there's a hamburger place. Well, but there's no onion rings here. Mm-hmm. And then he goes out and goes, you're an onion ring place now. Yes. And it, what I didn't see, there's no podcast about Thanksgiving. And you think about it, Thanksgiving, holiday, everybody yeah. has happened. Which everybody, still, everybody how could that be true? I'm still tripped out by that. that there is no, no Thanksgiving podcast, podcast about Thanksgiving? That's what I was saying. And, yeah. I, and I, I checked over and over and over again. I never even saw one once. I listened to all of them. Did to you make cup, sure that try different search engines, a couple of different search engines? Because sometimes that makes a difference. I, I, I tried different browsers and just to quickly the wingdings of search engines is of course ask jeeves and you do want to get there first if people start naming search yes. engines i know mm-hmm. we didn't go down that road but if you can do that first yep. then you win yeah yeah believe me these little zingers are these are these are extra feet and extra doors we're giving you guys a shortcut to how to get successful in this business so the Thanksgiving show, we thought, you know, Talking Turkey is a funny name. That's not that's not taken by anything. <laughs> okay, uh, and, it got me. And just to talk about the experience of having Thanksgiving and to be funny, to be funny, yep. also tell a story about family. Yeah. 
And maybe sometime Thanksgiving can be sad. Sure. Somebody make an announcement that is scary yeah. or or maybe your family doesn't get along at Explodes. the beginning. But they, oh, but yes. they do at the yeah. end. So maybe. tense. It's such politics, a Politics. Yeah. Politics. Mm-hmm. And the food. Yep. And, and the dog could steal a turkey. Yeah. And so wherever it goes, we don't like as long as it does pertain to Thanksgiving, we yeah. don't want to limit the conversation right. with our future guests. But um, I mean, yeah. it's your show now. We you gave it but, to me. You told yeah. me explicitly that I had to do a show about this, but it yes. is my show, and I'm trying to. You know, I think as I'm long as it's it my... Thanksgiving, it's whatever you. And do you want. feel silly now because you had some other shows that you wanted to do? Well, I thought it, I, I wanted to do a show called Actor Parking, and it's you know just because it's one of the most practical things in this business. You're always in your car. You're always having to park and parking is always a pain in the butt. So I just thought we could, again, help people cut yeah. some cut some of the BS out of their lives when they're first landing in L.A. to yeah. try to make it here and give them some insider tips about, you know, where do you park. But you guys convinced me. I think you me. agree now that, that we should be doing. That's more for us, for Sean and I mm-hmm. to do. That's correct. It is a good idea, but doesn't it make sense for us to do that? I did. I got all your emails and your calls. I'm convinced. Again, I don't know how to tell you this more clearly. I am convinced. You don't need to keep you know, reminding me of that, but yes. And, yeah, like and, we don't, and we don't want to keep going into it, but from the guy who didn't know that he had to get the other three validation stamps first mm-hmm. before he got yeah, ours, see? it's like, fair now point. you're hosting the actor parking. Like, yeah. doesn't really make sense. Fair, fair point. Yeah, <laughs> and so yeah. now it's like, we have our great idea and we make you do that and you have your good idea and we make you give it to us. Yes. And so it's like, you see, it's yep. just a, it's a trade. So well, yeah. to set up the podcast very quickly, a lot of people are probably listening to us having come from the Lauren Lapkus podcast we did where she is of course the host but the guest is the host and the host is the guest Mm -hmm. we wanted to because that is such a popular format play this podcast from our guest who we're hosting where he's hosting another podcast and we are his first guests Mm -hmm. that's not going to be a long standing format for us but that will be what's played and then we'll pop back out of that podcast that he hosted where we were the guests and we will be hosting our own podcast talking to our guests about about that hosting job that we hosted which is great because it's essentially like a little notes session so people are going to get to hear how you know we're we're showing how the how the sausage is made Mm -hmm. here they love the story and they love feeling like they're in the room with mm-hmm. us and that uh, potentially if they close they close your eyes we're their friends yeah. uh, Sam do you, do you have all the clips queued up ready to go okay um, if you would just set it in motion please is it going to be like this every time at what point did you want the song in did, when I asked for it. <laughs> from the beginning of it? From the end of my sentence asking for the song. Love to eat turkey. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Turkey. I'm your host, Seth Morris. Uh, I'm very excited about the launch of this show. Um, it's the launch of a couple things, actually. Let me get right to my guests. We have Sean and Hayes from Hollywood Handbook. And they are not only my first guests, but they're also sort of my bosses, right? Um, oh, uh, you know, we're co-workers. Well, yeah, sure. You know. And today, you know, for now, like, it's all you, like, yeah. your show. You're and, running you know. it, and I just say it's called Talking Turkey, it is not called Let's Talk Turkey. Okay. Yeah. So, That's, uh-huh. I, that, you're right. And talking, if you just put a little zazz a little on that. Zazz, okay. Mm-hmm. Folksy, you know? So so these guys are, are, are have launched a, a shingle um, on Earwolf. Now, is it officially an Earwolf shingle, or is it, is it a Wolf Pop shingle? It is a Wolf Pop Subsidiary, okay, okay, partnered with the Earwolf 
network. Right. Which is itself uh, on iTunes. Okay. But anyway, this is a podcast about Thanksgiving. All things Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You guys uh, crunch the numbers and convince me that this is a better idea than mine. So uh, I'm excited to dive right into it. Today, I thought we'd just get things started. And I, I think a lot of people can relate to this. Why... Once a year, do we have stuffing and cranberry sauce? Oh, thank yeah. you, you, know you Seth. Sure, you can eat all year in different mm-hmm. forms, but even yams sometimes. Oh, uh, yes. Seth, thank you. I, I got to say this. Everyone loves Thanksgiving dinner and the foods, uh-huh. but why wait all year to eat it, and yeah. can't we have the dinner on a day that's not Thanksgiving? Absolutely. They sell it at the store all year round. Yes. And so what I'm asking is, what do they do at the store when the, the like when the, the they only sell what time of year they have it? What do they do at the store when they have it in July oh, and man. they have all those cranberries? No one wants to eat the cranberries, but why? Yeah, yeah. Do you know why? And sorry, I just want to step out and comment on that thing. What we're uh, sort of hoping is that, as you know, that that will become that conversation will be right. something that everyone is kind of having. After. Right. Yes. Uh, ideally, every episode will open with you saying that people <laughs> like the food, and then your guest or guests, as it were, uh, also saying they like the food, but <laughs> having some questions. I should have some questions? No, no. They had, que- like, I had a question of, like, why do we have to wait? And then Hayes had a great question of what they do in the store. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, should we explain that we're not in my podcast anymore? Oh, we're sorry, at- yes. Um, yeah, yes, that, sound, that, that tone that you people. heard, yes. uh, the little <laughs> tone sound was us uh, ending the clip, and uh, the clip will always end with that sound. Um, this is Hollywood Handbook. This is, this Hollywood, is Hollywood Handbook. And if you yeah. listen close, you can tell on my podcast it's a different tone because we shoot it uh, in Redondo by the airport. Yes. It's mm-hmm. a whole different... And it is filmed. I don't know what we're going to do with those videos. And I well, sound a little weird in that other one. I'm just like, you don't sound like yourself. It. No, yeah. no. I had a lot of shampoo in my hair that I I had not washed out the shampoo, yeah. well, was which nobody shampoo. mentioned. Yeah. I thought that was so odd. That you introduced me to dry shampoo. Yeah, there's, that's. I think that's it's so great for camping. Mm-hmm. But it looks, you know, a little unusual. The and amount feels- that you use, I think, is incorrect. I think that as a product, it's fine, yeah. but I think that you are going to want a bottle to last you maybe a mm-hmm. whole month, and your bottles, the way you use it, last you, I mean, they're one use, they're one-time usage, because you just pour it out. I, I, I didn't know when to stop, and so when it hurts is when- You like, carry I, bottles of dry shampoo the way other people carry water in their backpacks, like you've always got- In a Nalgene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't really spray out. It just kind of slowly pours right. because the mouth is so big. Anyway, let's let's go back to the clip. Okay. And my aunt puts she there's uh, like some orange in the cranberry, and it's just that right amount of tart and sweet. Mm. Now that is something that I don't know. I can't force my aunt to make cranberry sauce all year long. You know, I wish I could. But uh, how do you guys do your green beans? Well. Uh... This is kind of a sensitive subject around my house because I like sliced almonds, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but my dad is scared of them. Hmm. 
And so what has to happen is there has to be a secret set of green beans for me hidden mm. somewhere in the house. And then I will at one point excuse myself or have an animal create a distraction outside. And then I will sneak around and scoop some of those green beans into my mouth so that I feel like I've had my Thanksgiving right. dinner. But if my dad does catch me, it is... A real problem. Now, is that a cultural family. thing, or did something happen specifically to your dad? Like, I, you know, I know different families with different ethnic backgrounds. If you can get that out of him, if you can get that story, I would love that. He really shuts off. Yeah. Uh, when you start getting into this Lyce Almonds thing, and he kind of looks out the window, and mm. uh, you can see he that, becomes very distant. Yes. Okay. And um, uh, and when he did the one year where he did see me eating them, he did then. I mean, he tried to burn the house Dude, down. I keep saying it, but you and your dad need to sit down and watch the judge. That's a, that's a, that's that you guys are going to get so much out of that. I'm not going to say it's going to be easy, but I am telling you that your relationship's going to be better for doing it. The conversations that I know would result from seeing that film, and if you guys haven't seen it, Dobkin is on top of his game once again. Uh, uh, Duvall, Downey Jr., and the whole team. Uh, what a cast. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, D'Onofrio. <laughs> I, I could keep going. Yeah. Vera. Vermiga. But, it's, but anyway, the conversations I know would result, yes, they'd be productive, mm-hmm. but am I ready for them? Well, Yeah. That's uh, I don't know if we're ever ready for that kind of work. Mm. And let's be honest, that's that kind of stuff comes up at Thanksgiving all the time. Mm-hmm. It's a hotbed of emotional stuff because you're with your family of origin and you are you are back at the place that made you you and for for mm-hmm. for better or for worse, you know, mm-hmm. and there's I, I always I always think of I always call Thanksgiving haunted because it's like everybody's ghosts, all these psychological ghosts, things from your past and their past are coming together. No. And so you n- notice that yeah. uh, you know Seth did start talking about ghosts there, and uh, that's like a first episode thing. Yeah, that, uh, that like that's the kind of kinks that we ironed out in the first one. Where well, yeah, like, he, what he we're laid not into trying me. to do. He laid into me pretty good for 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 bringing. And, and I'm you know I didn't see it at the time, but I get it now that that's not a. You don't go off on that tangent. Well, Thanksgiving is kind stuff. of a time to forget about <laughs> yeah. Halloween, isn't it? In to fact, kind I think of, it like, might be interesting if us. people could hear what he when he went off on me. You know, I think that I think that could be a useful. Do we have that in the raw? In the raw, Sam. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm He's sorry. Scaring people so bad they're pissing okay. their panties. Talking about goats. Okay. It's supposed to be a family time. Let go of my <laughs> shirt, man. I'm sorry. I, I it's may, my I, shirt. Everything you have is mine. Okay. Seth. I built. I gave you this podcast. Can I have a turn, Seth? You yeah. asked Sean about the green beans. Yeah, and you didn't ask me about what I do with the green beans. And so, when you have two guests on the show, like a lot of times, you'll ask one something, and then the the other one will kind of like, you know, prepare his answer and like kind of get really excited about it. I just felt like well, we organically- until unless somebody fucks up and starts talking about. It. I mean, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Are you fucking crazy? No, I'm not. So, I'm sorry. I just, I, I had that theory about the emotional aspect of it. I wasn't even talking Haunted. about real ghosts. Like I was three talking weeks about, after Halloween. It's like when you finally can put that behind you. No, you're when right. they finally mm-hmm. take the decorations. It's okay. Fine. It's talk to him. You're okay, sweetie. Talk to him. That was hard to hear. You know, that was hard for me to hear, but I, <sighs> and I sort of feel like it proves I was like, listening to that just now, I was back in that moment. I oh. can feel my heart 
Ray is increasing. I, I, I'm like, my, my dander's up. I'm, I'm. It was almost like being scared by a ghost, wasn't it? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. And how did it, was that good when that happened? No. We don't no, like that feeling, huh? Mm-hmm. No. And that's the only reason, and I don't, I, I hate to get No, <laughs> man, it is like not that. your fault. It's do not, not apologize. No, I wasn't going to. I was just saying I hate having to do that. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But it's the right thing to do. I just hate when it. And I don't want to do, I don't want to confuse things, but now that we're on Hollywood Handbook, I did, I, can we talk about your views on green beans now or do we miss that? Does, has that ship sailed? God, I'm trying to remember what it was, what I was going to do. It was so funny. Oh, man. It was about. Oh, you told me right after. Oh, yes. Because I was so excited about it. Yeah. When you were asking really Sean about the green up, beans man. and he I'm was sorry. doing something good. And I was like, oh, I have something Damn really it. good for that. Was it, some, was it about the Jolly Green set. Giant? What are you doing? These guys are trying to help you. Just oh, fucking... oh, oh. <laughs> was it something with that? Oh, man. That would be funny if it was. But Remember, yeah. what was it? it Sprout? Wasn't. Sprout was a little guy? Okay, he's got a buddy. <laughs> yes, he had his little buddy. Who is that? Is who supposed to be his, to make that his, thing? His, yeah. His, you know? Was it his friend or his son? Or his friend's son? Okay, it's his friend's son. Yeah, he's so like he's showing like, the right, showing the ropes. I bet you the Jolly Green Giant is sleeping with Sprout's mom, and they say, "Oh, this is your uncle." Mm-hmm. You know, she probably lives in a trailer on the outside of town. And it's like, "Oh, your uncle's here." Yes, you know. And see, this would have been great for the yes. Hayes might have yeah. gotten us there. For Although the I don't think it was. I think it was that you make a Rasta wig out of the green beans, and that was sort of your thing. That was it. Yes, yes. And I remember, and you did a pretty funny Jamaican green bean mom. Yes, uh, that's it. Yeah, it's a, it, that's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jamaican green bean mon was yeah. kind of the thing. Uh, but seeing it on Hollywood Handbook, you can see how it doesn't have the same. Yeah, this is it's the, Jamaican Thanksgiving mon. You were doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What else a, did you say? <laughs> that is an awesome Jamaican accent, by the way. Thank you. Hey, thank you. It's mine. So yeah, I, it's, uh, hey, I'm doing Hayes. He's doing an impression of my. Jamaican oh, okay. Accent, so thank mm-hmm. you. I, I, I appreciate that. Imagine if you'd heard the real thing. Anyway, this is what we did instead. I don't know how to say it again. I'm I'm really sorry. I'm really really sorry. Well, you should find a new way to say it because that obviously didn't work. Okay, can you guys just get off of me? Like my chest hurts because we're both sitting on my chest. If I let you up, how do I know you're not going to do it again? Because you've made it clear to me that that's not cool. Please. All right, get up. <sighs> Clean your shit up. This is a network launch. Wipe yourself off. This is the launch of a podcast network. We're talking about so, it's a big hey, fucking man. opportunity. Ghosts. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, just like. Thanksgiving stories, asking about okay. childhood stuff. The kids' oh, okay. table. Isn't the kids' table? Oh, remember yeah, grown-up table, this, kids' this, table? This, this, this. Yeah. I wanted to thing. ask you guys a little bit about the kids' table. Do you remember that? You know, like, I don't know if they still do this, but if there's enough kids in the family, they'll put them at a small, like, a fold-out card table, and, and there's a, that's a whole other world. Mm. You know, that's, you got cousins. You got all sorts mm-hmm. of... Do you guys have any fun uh, uh, cousin stories or... Well, well, we used to, in my family... There would be the adults table, uh-huh. and uh, th- and what they would do at the kids table is they would dress us up. The two of us would be the bride and groom, and so my cousin would be dressed up as like a bride, Every- and then oh, wow. sometimes I would be the groom, and it would be set up like a wedding table. 
Mm. And they'd have us give a toast and like kind of get like do a little whole wedding ceremony wow. at Thanksgiving. Yes. That's incredible. I've never yes. heard of that kind of is that what does that Kid, ritual come out of? Kids that- wedding. Uh I think it was because my uh grandmother uh-huh. had a wedding experience that did, did not her husband pass during the wedding. <gasps> and so I think the experience of watching other, like watching mm-hmm. little kids go through a wedding, helps replace that memory for for her of right. her husband dying while they were getting married. Wow! Well, I see. Now this is a great thing about this podcast. I never knew about this mm-hmm. part of your family history. We never we didn't do anything weird like that. We just dressed up like um, rebel soldiers. Mm-hmm. You know, just because it's about early American times, and um, and we you know reenact. Uh, Sort of an idealized version of the War of Northern Aggression. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that almost seems like a like a whole poltergeist inspired. Uh, ser- God so- damn it, Seth! I'm so sorry. I'm so fuck. Are you? That is a stupid kind man? of ghost, Seth. But doesn't that seem like a like a, a thing that the, that that the, maybe the the spirit of your of your Grandfather, it feels like you want me to hit you. I don't. Is that what this is? No, 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 no. Am I playing right into your hand? No. I mean, are you some kind of sick fuck? This is gets you off? No, man. This does not get me off. Listen, I'm, give me another chance. Let's just talk about yams. Can we talk about yams? If I can trust you to talk about yams, yeah. Well, I think they're too sweet. What do you want? Yeah, what is there to talk about? It's well, yams. that's that's one thing. How many how many marshmallows is too many marshmallows? Oh, that is a good question, actually. Actually, yeah, that's great. I mean, just talking about the different numbers. I mean, I, you know, ratio-wise? Yeah. Melody Yam? Mm-hmm. Minis or minis or jumbos? Mm. Minis. Mm-hmm. Minis. Oh, I don't know anybody that uses jumbos in their yams, do you? Mm. Not anymore. That seems kind of, yeah. I don't know, kind of white trashy to me. Mm-hmm, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> you remember that old um, marshmallow bag with the... Uh, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man on it. Uh, oh, yes. like from Ghostbusters too. Oh, it's from know, Ghostbusters One. They made it. He made Seth, it. You're supposed to be. You're supposed Are you to be serious. Ghost. The, the guy. The, I thought. The, oh no, you're right. It's the from Statue of Liberty came one. alive in two. You're right. Now that movie's fine to talk about because they're actually busting ghosts in that, which is what I wish someone would do. Although this female version. Mm. They're barking up the wrong tree. That's more for we should talk about on the other that on the other show. That's okay. more of a Hollywood conversation. Okay, well let's So that's why I think so, it's a terrible idea. <laughs> you know, because it's like Well you, you get it. I made all my points. Well, you yeah, wanted was, to give your you did want to give your dream cast. My dream cast mm-hmm. of, of Ghostbusters? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sega, Your Sega Sega, we, do a, we do a segment called Sega Dreamcast where we talk about. Yeah, uh-huh. uh huh. You're remaking Ghostbusters today. Yeah. Martin Lawrence, um, Cat Williams, Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, you got uh, uh, Lonnie Love as yes. the secretary, mm-hmm. and, and then in the uh, Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver part, Taraji P Henson, and then. See? For the guy, the, the role that Ernie Hudson played in in the original, you have um, you have uh, uh, what is his name? DJ Qualls. Exactly, exactly. That I think would be funny because yes. 
Hollywood has a long tradition, let's be honest, of how African-Americans respond to, to the supernatural mm-hmm. in general. It's funny. Mm-hmm. It is funny because they wouldn't stay in the house. No. White people, they're like, oh, no, there's a ghost here. I guess we've got to try to make friends with it. Black people be like, I'm getting out of this house right now. Yeah. They don't go through the same. So, so like, to me, that's uh, a more interesting starting point. Yeah. Yes. A, a brother mm-hmm. is not necessarily going to endure as much. They're not going to take that shit yes. from a ghost. Mm-hmm. They'll they, be like, this is enough for me. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. perhaps feats don't fail me now mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. yeah and we, it's something I've noticed is the brothers mm-hmm. are less likely to sort of go investigate a scary noise. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if you did grow up in the hood, uh-huh. um, you know that the... Scary noises you hear are something you want to stay away from. Right. Yes. And you know what the other thing I think is funny about this, that is inherently funny, is that DJ Qualls, he's not African-American. He's very thin. He's very tall. Mm-hmm. And he, he's, he's very sort of, um, he doesn't seem tough. So they're, they're going to make him, you know, go and check out these places. Yes, all kind of yeah. crouching behind him and pushing him mm-hmm. forward. And I bet he'll be hesitant. But one thing is when you see a guy like that and everyone he's dealing with is a brother, mm-hmm. I think that they will have sort of an authority over him that will be oh, enjoyable so. to watch. Yeah, so, so yeah. he's not going to have much of a choice. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But anyway, I still think Katie Dippel should write this new script. But let's go back to the Thanksgiving. I'm glad we did cover this. Mm-hmm. Wait. <laughs> so we're back here at uh, Let's Talk Turkey. And, and it, is, uh, it is talk, it's talking, talking, tur- talking, talking, talking Turkey. Talking Turkey. I'm so sorry. This is the pilot day, episode. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's talk silverware. Do you guys you have any fun uh, like antique silverware serving utensils at Thanksgiving, the kind that only come out once a year, because that was always a big thing in my family. We made mm-hmm. a big ceremony out of it. Out of it, you know, um, the serving the ladles and and the carving knives had their own boxes, and that was always just you know, it's like for us. It, it, I'm sure it was like in every family. When do we get to open the the, the, the utensils? It's like Christmas Day. When yeah. can, I, can I open just one present? You know, the night before, before Thanksgiving. It's like, oh, can we just please look at the salad tongs? Look at the yes. one. Yeah. yeah, the yes. one. Either spatula mm-hmm. or yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I had that exact same experience. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not on board with all this bamboo utensils because that is just I get the environment thing. I, I get it, but those mm-hmm. are meant to to fade away and to not leave an impact. It's very difficult to eat something with a stalk of bamboo, and I care about the environment as much as anyone else. More, I would say. Really, all you can do is I mean, like you can use it as a huge straw. Mm-hmm. I guess for pretty much any drink, but then it's so big the liquid is like shooting into your mouth, and right. to swallow it you have to take your lips off the bamboo. It just right. like there's just no history there. There's no yeah. you know um, we 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 you know there's a story for each of our utensils in our family. Mm-hmm. You know um, different different and it, it really tells a story of America. Mm. You know. Um, one of the utensils uh, was was forged from an old cannon from uh, the Revolutionary War. Mm, wow! You know, um, one of the the carving knife. This is an old electric carving knife. Um, it's from the set of Mad Men. Is it's that been in my family so? for years? Yeah. Yeah. Who in your family is was involved? 
Um, well, my uh, my great grandfather is uh, Matthew Weiner's assistant. Really? Yeah. Oh wow! What a great position. He must be learning so much. Mm-hmm. And you know, Weiner. The thing about Weiner is he is so he pays so much attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Everything on that set has you know has been touched by him physically. Or, or or emotionally, he makes sure that everything is to that period. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why he gets his name on every script. Absolutely, mm-hmm. because it was like, well, I chose. He's like, I picked all this up furniture. The, the, yeah, he's like, fabric. hey, yeah. remember I yelled at you about that chair from that last episode? Put my name on the script. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. We actually we carve our turkey with one of the scalpels from the mob doctor. Oh. And so, uh, you know, similarly, it is like an old Hollywood mm-hmm. uh, thing where, yes, it's been in our family for a long time. Yes, it's a tradition. Yeah. Um, but it also does relate to entertainment and uh, yeah. and my life currently. And so yeah. it, it's sort of a nice melding of past and present. All of our mm-hmm. placemats in my family are from, um, from uh, operating scrubs from that one uh, season of Jekyll and Hyde. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The corn weed is from is from the actual field of dreams. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the corn weed, the corn we eat. Oh, corn you eat. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this is another that you know, I, like we talked about it. Yeah, uh, at the talked time. about it. it took time, some explaining, yeah, but now I, I did it. get. I did hear corn we eat. Sorry, yeah. I, t- I just went on for so long. And, it, and it, it's also like, what else am I going to be saying? You know, right. like the well, corn that we eat. And correct me if I'm wrong, Seth, but I think that everyone knows that weed is funny. Just basically referencing smoking pot. And is I still do think you deny this, but I still do think that's kind of what you were trying to do. I think you were trying that. to backdoor in some of the humor that is like literally just talking about being stoned for I a lot of people some... is comedy. I mean, yeah. that you know, I had some 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 pot observations that I was trying to shoehorn in but it didn't okay well, it, well, this okay. might be a good place for them is like what well, you know how is it different to be stoned uh, I honestly if I, if I don't hopefully I'm not overstepping but I think that's for the other podcast honestly Seth I, I really don't think that's for this podcast I mean honestly like talk, we, the, it, having the a, munchies the, around your mom this is a family show it's about families it's for families hey man you know is that happens? turkey smoked man and see what ended up happening after that, Seth, is we got the the, the red E next to the name right. of the podcast. Okay, right. so now that red E is on there, and now and no no kids can listen to it. See, I didn't realize that because I went off of Sean's Jamaican voice, and I well, Hayes' Jamaican voice. <laughs> oh, sorry, j- j- the dynamite voice. I, I do see where I do see. You know, this is why I'm learning so much from you guys. This is this is really great. I know. And for those you people out there. You know, hey, this is it. This is how you get your grind on. You keep your ears open, you keep your mouth shut, and and you try to learn. Hey, man, these cranberries is cashed. I should have stopped after the first. You know, you you guys made it clear that I wasn't. That wasn't cool. I mean, I came around to it ultimately in the moment, but just in oh, terms of totally in terms of the podcast around. as a whole, yeah, we got. I don't think it was good. I'm getting some distance from it. I don't think it was good. But for you that got one. into it. You got into What's it. What's funny for us is not necessary. <laughs> I mean, we got a call from iTunes. You know, did? yes, we did, because they call us, Seth. When you do stuff like that, it's us that has to deal with iTunes. Yeah, you know. Ugh. 
I'm sorry. I, you know, I, and I the red E gets bigger and bigger the more you do that God, stuff. You know what it is when you have a joke and you're sitting up the night before, like, what's going to be funny? What's going to be funny? How am I going to do this? And you think it, and it comes to you, and you think, oh, this. I'm smoking turnips under my boob sled, man. And I am sorry that I got that I got so involved in it, Hayes. And I know you were trying to get us back on track in that moment. But and also, you took his voice. His I impression. did. Yes. Uh, yes. I, I have been telling Sean in the past. I don't blame you because I've been telling you to let the podcast come to you more often. Yes, I do mm. need to do that. And so that's assuming that we have a host who is capable of leading a podcast that doesn't get us in trouble with the biggest podcast provider uh, that there is uh, at the launch of our, um, yeah, of our big network. Yeah. But, uh, you know, a good learning experience all around, and I think we we wound up coming out with a killer pilot that needs some editing. I mean, mm-hmm. I, once all the notes It'll, are done, yeah. it's only going to be a couple minutes. You got to be ready to make. If I may give a little Hollywood insider tip here, you got to be willing to fail. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan. You know, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yes, Einstein uh, guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all of these people, Quentin Tarantino, <laughs> who's yeah. nuts, Bill Gates. Yeah, yeah. boy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Man, yeah, for I mean, sure. These are all these are all people. Uh huh. Yeah. So it's you, you got to keep your 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 mind open. None of them are necessarily Hollywood people, but it does right. Uh, but it's all yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't consider Quentin Tarantino a Hollywood person. Oh, we can have that conversation, or right? Not, right. Uh, the original it, Hollywood outsider. Yeah, he's an industry bad boy to the bone. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and he. By the way, he'd be a great one for the uh, all African American Ghostbusters cast. Well, I yes, I do yes. like when because he can Cause do a voice. He's basically a brother. Yeah. Well, he's yeah, he's he an honorary brother. He can use he the can word as far as like I'm a brother, as far as absolutely. I'm concerned. He's allowed to use the word. You use any version yeah. of the yeah. word that he wants. Mm-hmm. Hey, let me ask you a question. It. Do I have a sign that said "Dead Brothers" over my garage? Mm-hmm. No. Then why are you bringing dead brothers? I can't say the word, but you know yeah. he, the way he but does it. The way it. he does it, and oh, he man. does it quite a bit. Yeah. It's better than when they do it, I think. Yes, and I love when they do it. I yes, and oh, I love when they do it. But I did watch, and uh, it was um, a uh, director's guild Q and A with mm. Tarantino, and he had this story from the set of Django of sort of upgrading an extra to a principal. And when he did that guy's half of the conversation, I was like, where did Quentin go? Because he was becoming a brother. Yeah. Sam, is that pizza sauce coming back up on you? <laughs> so for anyone who didn't hear that, and you probably did, a noise came out of Sam's body just now. Mm-hmm. That was like a bo- uh, like a marsh or a bog when a bullfrog shoot. is mating. Was I that- can't wait for the next Thanksgiving podcast because I'm going to talk about those body sounds. <laughs> you know, next week I want to talk about the body sounds. You know, because you know what, like when you're when you're hungry and you're like can't wait, and then also when the food is digesting. Yeah. Mm. And then oh, and maybe something about how it makes you sleepy to eat turkey. Yes, <laughs> and see that I think is maybe. For the next one. I yeah. mean, yours could be good for, like, once we're farther down the road and yeah. everyone's kind of comfortable with it. But Yeah, you gotta. Okay. You don't want to run sleepy out of road. You don't want to run out of road. Sleepy when you eat. Let's sleepy, do sleepy, sleepy when you eat. I'm ready. We'll do sleepy next week, That's, and then we'll do the body yeah. sounds. And, uh, and you guys think it's a good idea for you guys to be the guests again next week? Because I, I think I'm, that could get... Do you, I mean, do you want to listen? I mean, first of all, we didn't get to talk about being sleepy when we eat, and that's You're kind right. of our idea. We could agree. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. We have a yeah. lot of... 
material for that. And so to the idea most of, of what of, I prepared, yeah, right. just like putting it in a drawer or something. Why not put it yeah, on the show? You're right. You're right. Yeah. And again, yeah. And uh, Sam, that came from inside you. Yes, it did. What happened? Are you uh, still paying for all your growling. food with your Shell Station cre- credit card? It's all I have. And hot pockets and Pringles. This is a sound show. You are the sound engineer. The idea that you would drink something that is guaranteed to make your body produce a weird sound right before the show. I mean, it just seems like it's it seems intentional to me. I, I can't get around. I don't know if you're drinking that or eating it. Like, it's so thick. It's so viscous you have that to I don't of, know if you're... You have to lip it into your mouth. Like, it... it, like it sludges toward your lip when you when you tip the glass and then you have to use your upper lip to kind of scoop it in you couldn't use a straw like, it should be a spoon yes it looks like eating to me but it's coming from a glass mm. it's just v8 sam uh, we don't want to hear juice. about your motorcycle engines right now the guy's always talking motorcycles no it's a popular tomato drink okay see you later sam tomatoes is food sam and Sam, play the uh, 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 turkey theme song again. To eat turkey. Thank you. <laughs> so check out Talking Turkey on uh-huh. uh, this. We, we, this we, we'll give you the chance to do your show. Oh, you, check you, out Talking Turkey your- on Wolf Cool. Uh, and uh, now, can they actually get that on Earwolf, or is it a separate? I'm, it's still not clear to me the platform. Okay, the, infrastruct- the infrastructure mm-hmm. is still getting put into place. Um, coding. Yeah. Uh, it's earwolf.com slash wolfpop slash podcasts. Uh, dot diamonds dot limos. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that'll get you to a, a, a direct uh, snail mail address to which you'll get a, a zip drive of the show. Mm-hmm. Each person. Mm-hmm. Right now, we have to do it individually. Yes, and I because and of some things that were sorry. Thumb drive, thumb drive. We'll, yes. we'll actually mail you a thumb drive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a zip drive. And yeah. it's a funny one. It looks like a banana. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, is there anything else you want to plug while you're here? Um, let's see. Uh, not really. You know, I also have a, a my Bob Duca podcast that I do on. Is it okay to talk uh, about earwolf I, stuff we on? Don't really yeah, I mean, okay, okay. The then then no. Um, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm going to be actually I'm going to be uh, polishing the silverware for for next Thanksgiving. Um they see this is good. Yes. Yeah, uh, you are the Thanksgiving it's guy. It's confusing for them to hear you, you talk, talk about, about a more popular You talk about Thanksgiving. I'm okay. glad to see that. Okay. No, you're right. You anyway, I'll be cleaning out I'll be yeah. sh- uh, polishing silver ladles and serving utensils at King's Road Perfect. Cafe on Perfect. Monday, probably at around 3. Perfect. Um and I'll probably get a veggie scramble omelet even though it's 3. I probably am going to sleep in on Monday and take the dog out. And, yeah, I like to have a late late breakfast. Yes. So points, yes. Yeah. Rate us on iTunes. Uh like us on the forums. Like us on Facebook. Talk to us on the forums. Leave reviews. Uh, tell your friends. The, the the pro version was purchased by uh, Chefsky this week. Okay. Uh, and uh, I guess one last bonus clip from Talking Turkey mm-hmm. uh, that mentions Chefsky. We, we we slipped a little something into the into the podcast for you. Thank you for buying the pro version. Look it over there, man. It's a ghost of Chevsky. Oh, oh Seth! Goodbye! Goodbye. <laughs>
This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The Wolf Dead. That was a HeadGum Podcast.